Welcome to episode 136 of Chew On This, a Nerds United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. Before we get into thick of things, folks, uh, we have a really cool announcement that we can finally talk about. Uh, we were given the go-ahead. So on uh, June, from June 8th to the 10th is the San Francisco Comic-Con. Uh, us truly will be uh, podcasting live on June 9th. At from 8.30 to 9.30, I think in room 201, if I remember right. Um, as the time gets closer, we'll keep reminding you guys, and plus it'll be all over our social media probably starting tomorrow. So just keep that in mind. June 9th, uh, chew on this. Uh, we'll be doing a live podcast. And it's not in San Francisco <laughs> this time. It's, no, it's, in, in uh, it's in Oakland. So we'll give you more information and you know what convention center and where it's at and, and all that stuff. And it'll be all over social media. So that's very exciting. And then we have some other stuff coming up, but we can't talk about that just yet. So San Francisco Comic-Con, June 9th. That's a Saturday, all right. by the way. It is a Saturday. That's how right, well, that brings we us it. to. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that brings us to uh, one of our uh, anticipated movies of 2018, which we never, ever remember to what the number fucking number is. I have no idea. I don't either. It's in there somewhere. It's in the middle it's of like the our top, top five. Top five. Top five, yeah. Anyway, it's Deadpool 2. So the first one, crazy over because it started all right with the marketing. Uh, I was so excited for that first movie, and it was better than anything I could have anticipated. And uh, and anything that, unlike anything we've ever seen before, too. Yeah, so this it was like the, the first thing. real, yeah. r- the real first hard, hard <coughs> R, right? Besides Blade. It was like a pretty um, hard R. And then later on it would be Logan, but yeah. But yeah. but it, what made this movie different was that it was so true to the character himself. Absolutely. Um, Deadpool is just one of those characters that just defies all things about comic books and reality. And the movie captures that beautifully. Um, anyway, so Deadpool 2, Deadpool 2 is why we're here. So let's get the boring stuff out of the way. 83% of Rotten Tomatoes, just like the original um, 240 total counts, uh, 199 fresh. Uh, in comparison, the first movie was 306, so not as many reviews on this one for some yeah. reason. Um, um, the box office, I, I, yeah, it's less. It's less than the first Deadpool uh, by about 25 million, I think, right, or 30 million. It, it, it's quite a bit. Well, I think Deadpool did 133. I think Deadpool 2 did 122 or something like that. So it's it's a little off, but the expectations were much higher. So it was supposed to they, they were hoping it was going to break the rated R uh, record, which is held by, I think, Passion of the Christ or something like that. I'm not sure. It's something something like that. So um, but it, it kind of fell short of expectations and it cost which almost is twice really, as much, which is yeah. really surprising. It is surprising, um, especially how well after the first one did. I was really surprised that. You know, I thought I thought 150 was kind of um, generous and playing it safe. Actually, I thought it was going to do more. Yeah, um, but I'm I'm really surprised at the box office numbers. Maybe they'll have a, a, a bigger second week. Who knows? Um, well, also the big change is this time they released it in May. Uh, yeah. Last time it was in February, which it had nothing to go against. Right. So people are still going to see the Avengers. Um, I think is the problem. Uh, that's part of it. I mean, there's some counter-programming, of course. Um, this is kind of like one of those movies, while it is anticipated, I think people can wait to go see it. Maybe So look for it to maybe have some legs, 
you know, so to speak, because it, it did do 300 worldwide, which is really good for a rated R comic book movie. I mean, it's fantastic. So, you know, it's it's no, I think Infinity War did twice that, but still, it's pretty good for this movie. Um, but it did cost more. It did cost, like, almost twice as much. Yeah, um, I mean, uh, and, Infinity War did a $28 million for this weekend in its fourth week. So that had to have eaten some of Deadpool's money away. Anybody who had kids, oh yeah, oh for probably sure, probably did. You know, went to Infinity War instead of Deadpool. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure, for sure. I heard a lot of people today going, to, you know, on going to go watch it, and I also talked to some people that were waiting a few days, like going to see it in the middle of the week and blah blah. But I I went to it uh, Thursday night at seven o'clock to a very packed crowd. Um, and uh, the jokes were a mile a minute. So, well, anyway, let's get to um, our what we always do. Let's get to our initial reaction. So you go first because I think I went first last time. Um, I liked it just as much as the first one. Um, it, it, you know, going in, you had you knew what you were going to expect out of out of this kind of a movie, but still, they catch you off guard with a lot of the jokes um, and a lot of things that are said and done. And but. What's what I liked about this one the, better than the first one was that 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 third act was not completely CG'd and ridiculous. Um, there right, are way more right. special effects in this movie um, than the first movie. That's probably where the fifty the extra fifty one million or so came from. Um, but it's not. It doesn't feel like it's a bigger movie than you know than than what it's supposed to be. So that yeah, it, it, they really it grounded. They, I mean, I wouldn't say grounded because it's got time traveling in there, but they really reeled in like what the possibility of cable being here was. Yeah, I was. Uh, I, so my initial reaction was I, I did like it. I, I still I feel like the first movie to me is better for right now. It's a little better. I mean, I, ha- I have a lot of nitpicks in this movie, but uh, I think. You know, joke wise, I think there was a point where it was coming so fast and furious that I'm like, ah, fuck, I'm going to have to watch this like two or three more times because I can't keep up with all these jokes. But it, I mean, I don't it know works. if that's a it's good or a Thor, bad it's thing. It's not Thor yeah. Ragnarok. Well, right. it kind of well, it kind of is and it isn't. Yeah, it, it, it well, right. It, it, it is and it isn't because there was a point where I was getting a little bit over annoyed with Deadpool. I was like, Deadpool, you need to shut up for a minute and give some other shit for the other people to do. Like there was a point where I was like, kind of getting annoyed, and then and then everything kind of cleared up, and then it went back to the other characters. But it was just constant Deadpool talking, and that voice. Like after a while, I was like, "All right, you need to shut up," because I want to see what other people are doing. But other than that, I mean, that's such a bad nitpick. But I loved the interaction between Deadpool and uh, and Cable, and then also Deadpool and and the continuation with Colossus. Like those crack me up because you got cables like a straight man, but yet I mean he does curse and he's grizzled, but Colossus is like a goody two shoe, but he's huge, and like when that moment when he he tells him like Deadpool spoilers by the way, so Deadpool is dying and he he's like just say fuck for me once, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome and he got Colossus to curse or he actually got Colossus to play dirty too, which I like that, yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, it's it is a it it's a bigger movie, but it's not. I mean, it's still pretty intimate as far as like the the first one goes. But but there're definitely some parts in it where I don't know if you want to just dive into this now, but Yeah, just dive into uh, it. 
So one of the big problems for me was there was no main villain. They had like kind of minor ones. Like you had the guy that was running the, 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 the kids home and he was fucking with the kids. That's what got the little, that little kid pissed. And then you got the kid. It reminded me of looper, how the kid grows up to be like a bad guy. And this, this kid, he grows up to be bad because he was fucked with in that, in that home and no one would help him or, and even Deadpool kind of turned his back on him. So like it turned him into this like pissed off kid and you know, he sides with juggernaut, which that was a surprise. I didn't know juggernaut was in this movie. Were there rumors about that? Yeah. I, I don't know. That I, that to me felt like a complete surprise because I didn't know, and I didn't read too much about Deadpool 2, I guess, but I didn't know Juggernaut was in it. So when Juggernaut became his friend, I was like, oh, shit, okay, that's the way to get some sort of villain in here because there really wasn't one. It it was just these guys forming an X-Force team, I guess, to like bring this little kid down. So it just seemed to kind of strange. It like it added like elements of mystery men in there, um, Looper, uh, ter- Terminator. You know, there, it it took like all these different you know movies and pieces of movies and kind of shoved it in here. And uh, and some of it worked, and some of it to me, I was like, eh. Uh, but um, I don't know. What did you think of like the lack of bad guy? That that didn't bother me because it wasn't about the lack of bad guy. It was it was Wade Wilson or Deadpool, you know, coming to grips with his demons about getting Vanessa killed again. Spoilers, mm-hmm. um, and getting getting her killed and him constantly trying to die is basically the whole. You know, he's basically doing this shit. He wants to get killed because he wants to go to Vanessa in the afterlife, and it's almost like a. Um, I don't know, like a weird, it's a wonderful life type thing where yeah. he, he constantly wants to leave that he thinks it's better dead than it is alive. And um, this kid comes along and he thinks he's doing a good thing, but every time he dies, or you think he dies, he's sent back because he's dying for the wrong reasons. So when, yeah. he, forms, when he forms X-Force, he finally realizes that you know he, he needs to save this kid. And um, basically after the, he quote-unquote dies at the end you know he comes back but i thought the lack of villain wasn't really a big deal because it wasn't about the villain was actually deadpool basically because he's uh, the he one who got her own, killed right yeah he was his own worst enemy yeah i mean i i could see that i just i felt like there needed to be some i don't know i guess a bigger threat and i think that's why they kind of threw juggernaut in there because they didn't want him like fighting the kid well know, the I, I i liked that I mean, I don't think the CG for Juggernaut was good at all. It reminded me of like the Black Panther CG, right? Because you could just—it was just really bad. They did it better um, in Infinity War with Peter Dinklage, you know, making him huge. They did a way better well, job. Well, it was more like Thanos was way better, but um, but uh, with with Juggernaut, I I don't know. It just took me out of the movie. I thought it was kind of cool that he was in there, but I I didn't think he looked as good as Colossus. Um, right, he was doing shit. But again, it was like you needed somebody to be able to stand up to Deadpool and Cable. So bring in the Juggernaut, I guess, you know? God, the way they killed Juggernaut off, if they did, was kind of was messed up. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> it was Colossus who did it, too. Yeah, he played well, dirty. No, he, he did like, kill him off because he, at, at the last shot before you get to the end credits, the mid credit scene, you see uh, Juggernaut's hand coming out of the pool. Oh, that's right. And then they sing that Juggernaut song at the end, which was hilarious. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, that's right. But they stuck like an electric cable up his ass and then shocked it. I was like, "Fuck!" And then like, so, <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. So messed up. No, it was it was thing, cable. It was it was because Colossus did it. That's why I was. So yeah. Funny. The other thing that kind of bothered me was that I mean that the whole X Force thing. It totally reminded me of Mystery Man, which was fine because it was funny how they kept like picking these characters and some of them were just god awful and they're like you're hired you know and then they hire that guy peter who has no powers he's like ah, i just bored <laughs> needs something to do and like he fucking gets killed in the worst way well, um, what's funny what's funny is like you have all these other team up movies right like or team up tv shows like arrow where like the it guy becomes mr terrific and he's out right. there fighting after two weeks of punching nothing and you're like, that guy should be fucking dead, right? <laughs> so what ends up happening, they, he just hires his team, calls them X-Force, and then just goes out into the world. And half of them haven't even, like, jumped out of a parachute, jumped out of a plane before. <laughs> they all die but domino. Exactly. But that's exactly what you think would happen. <laughs> you know, like, if Mr. Terrific was in this movie, he would have fucking died because he had no superpowers and he didn't go through any training. And that's basically what happened to these guys. They had no training jumping out of a fucking plane. And th- three of them die on impact. Or one of them lands into like a wood chipper. Like yeah. it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> oh, they were like uh, like Terry Crews was Bedlam and like he died. Right. Uh, and then um, there was uh, Brad Pitt was the Vanisher, which he didn't know yeah. that until he got electrocuted. Then you saw who he really was. Right. And you're like, oh, shit, that's hilarious. And then there was a couple others. I think the the guy who played it or Pennywise was um, uh, he was one of them too. I can't remember his name. He was the one that they, that Deadpool didn't like. And then there was like Black Tom I can't or say something his like name. that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Zig- I, Zigist or something like that. Zygeist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He dies. Well, what's funny is that even in the movie <laughs> marketing, like we love the marketing for this movie for these movies. They're so oh, brilliant. God, yeah. So they even, like, Deadpool even fucked with us in the trailers because you don't realize he fucked with you until you watch the movie. Because you know how, like, people sometimes film things and they, they're they editing the movie and they're like, oh, well, that's not going to work. Let's take it out, right? That's yeah. that's why certain scenes are in trailers that are not in the movie. Like the whole Rogue One thing, you know, the entire ending was changed. So right. Jin was never on the beach. Right. So, so anyway, so, like, in this one, in this one, because it's a Deadpool movie, they purposely fucking film scenes with every one of the X Force members that dies in the parachute uh, <laughs> scene. Right. So they go out. They, I read somewhere where they purposely did this to fuck with the audience. Like they 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 wanted the the movie goes to think they had a way bigger role, but then two minutes into it, they just fucking killed them all. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> oh, that scene was so funny, and but. The other the other side of it is I really wanted to see more Negasonic uh, warheads. Oh yeah, warhead yeah. Games. And and her warhead, girlfriend yeah. was hel- and her girlfriend was cute because like Deadpool kept kept calling her, you know, talking, saying hello all the time, and then the girl would say, "Hi, you know, Wade or Deadpool or whatever." It was pretty funny. Yeah, like it had yeah, an ongoing joke. Um, but I wanted to see more of her. She just kind of showed up at the end for a minute, and then that was it. Yeah, I mean, um, like you said in the beginning, his. Uh, um, Deadpool's interactions with with Cable and and the Colossus are great, but it's also real, still really good with Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Yeah, you know. Um, and now that he she has that girlfriend, it's even funnier. It's yeah. just the, that whole anytime he interacts with the X Men, it's funny. And even the fact that the X Men showed up were pretty funny. 
Yeah, that was actually a surprise. I didn't expect that coming, but but that was like a um that was the young X-Men though. That's what it was kind of confusing. Yeah, the first class. That was Yeah, the, uh, yeah, it was not cuz it was like James McAvoy and Nick Holt as Beast and yeah. Yeah, it was the McAvoy version, the McAvoy universe. Yeah, so I I saw that, but I was hoping, I mean, if Patrick Stewart in there, I would have jumped out of my seat. I was like that would have been so cool. I but think it was, the reason why they cool. didn't do that was you would have had to answer the question, well, if you got the Patrick Stewart X-Men, why didn't you get Wolverine? Well, because Wolverine's dead. Because the opening shot, it shows that statue, which that brought the house that down. Was because it was like a, funny. It was a statue of, of Logan dead, and he's just like, oh, Logan's dead. So I'm just like, okay. But then again, in this in this Deadpool thing, the reality's kind of twisted all over the place. So... You know, it's more about like, I mean, he makes fun of Hugh Jackman and shit like that. Um, and at the very end, he does a whole, like in the end credit scene, he does a whole. Um, he actually time, reverses everything. Time traveling thing. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, here's, well, the, here's, here's the thing. The yeah. director said that that is canon. Yeah, it's. It, so you know, if it's, that's it's, the case, if yeah. that's the case, if that's canon, that means if if X-Men Origins is canon. That means Wolverine never loses his memory, so that negates X-Men 1, 2, and everything. Right. He, he remembers who he is. Well, yeah, because he kills, he kills the old Deadpool. <laughs> right. Which <laughs> is so cool. That was so funny. And then he kills Ryan Reynolds right after he goes, oh, I've got a good one here after writing the Green Lantern script. Right. That was awesome. <laughs> but, the other thing that, but the other thing that's also canon, too, is that he actually saves Vanessa. So she's yep. not dead now. Nope. And that so. kind of negates the whole emotional thing that happens to the whole movie. So it becomes like a, a Jay and Silent Bob strike back type of situation at the end where, like, you know, he's going from place to place and fixing everything, um, you know, going through time and all that stuff, which all that shit was awesome. But after I left the theater, I'm like, well, wait a minute. Like his whole motivation was to, you know, you know, was to become a better person because of Vanessa dying and then but now that's negated because he went back and saved her really fast which i don't know the whole time travel thing while it was really cool it's it, it's totally unrealistic because it really fucks with time it, it like like for instance if he saved vanessa then he wouldn't have the motivation to go around and and help people out he would just be like fuck it you know i'm just gonna keep killing bad guys and shit like that well, that's so, not necessarily true depending on the time traveling science of the although of although, the universe Although he is knowing what he's doing, so he remembers everything before. Right, because he's the one that's outside of the timeline. It's kind of like in Legends yeah. of Tomorrow when they change things. As long as they're inside that tunnel of time, where they're not actually outside of time, like in time, right. they're actually outside of time. As long as they're in that ship and in that they keep tunnel, their memories. Yeah, yeah. Even though history changes, nothing changes for them. Like they right. can't even get wiped out of existence. Only until they get out of that time stream. Um, so I think in this one, in this one's the same kind of concept where he's the one traveling through time, so he remembers everything. Right. So it's not like uh, Back to the Future where he gets like erased from existence. Right. Yeah. So that was I don't know. That was pretty. That was pretty funny when he was just jumping around and, and fixing shit. <laughs> it, was, it, it was. Oh my god! I mean, the, there uh, so many. The green pool. The, the green pool. The the Green Lantern one got me. Like I was like, oh, he's gonna kill the writer, and then he ends up being Ryan Reynolds. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> he's like, I think I got a winner. <laughs> he's like, this is it. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, I love. Uh, and then the- he walks. He walks off. <laughs> Deadpool after shooting himself. Essentially, he walks away and he's like, "You're welcome, Canada." <laughs> <laughs> That was awesome. <laughs> yeah. So there have been reports that there might not be a Deadpool 3. Are they going to go straight to an X-Force movie? Yeah, that's what Reynolds is saying is is that he, he just wants to do X-Force movies from here on out, which I think is kind of cool. Um, well, yeah. But I it mean, really it depends may, on the X-Men sense. themselves. Like, I, I want, like, if you're really going to, like, right now the deal with Fox is not through or being threatened right now by Comcast because, of course, Comcast. But, um... But if they're going to do this, why not attach, you know, Deadpool in it? It would be fun to see actually the young McAvoy X, uh, Professor X, trying to reel in Deadpool. That would be fucking hilarious to me. It would be. That would be a very expensive movie. They get all those people just on the I cast. Just, yeah. Why? Why do you think they moved Dark Phoenix so far back? Do you think that maybe they're going to put Deadpool in it, or or the story's just messed up and they had to like. I haven't read anything yet about why they moved it back. I mean, it would be very interesting if, like, all of a sudden you go to a Dark Phoenix saga and, like, Deadpool's in it. I'd be, I'd fucking freak out. I'd be like, what? Well, then you would know. I mean, if you saw Deadpool in it, you would know that their story wasn't strong enough and they had to add Deadpool in it. Because, like, honestly, if you think, if you think your movie is good, right, and you think it's done, it's, it's finished and it's done, it's ready to go. And you push it back because you want to add Deadpool into it. How good could your story actually be? It would. I would think it would cause more problems than not. Well, maybe. You know? I mean, but it could be a Spider-Man Civil War situation, you know, where they had a totally different script and then they added Spider-Man in there. Yeah, but they weren't going back in to write Spider-Man in because they didn't think Civil War was good enough, or they thought Spider-Man could jump their, you know. You know, boost their box office. It was, yeah. it was. They weren't sure if they were going to have Spider Man, so they wrote this without Spider Man, and they wrote it with Spider Man. It's not like again they filmed the entire movie and then pushed it back six months to add somebody else in. That would be bad. That would be bad because New Mutants was supposed to come out what like a month ago, and uh, Dark Phoenix was supposed to come out this November, and they pushed all of it back. Yeah, like like an entire year. So no, no X Men this year. Just the, I don't know, maybe just maybe they're connecting it some way. I don't know. The New Mutants trailer looked really good, so I was really surprised. I was not surprised Dark Phoenix was getting pushed back because of how not great the X Men franchise is right now. Yeah, but I was really shocked that New Mutants was pushed back because that trailer was phenomenal. Like the first time you saw the Deadpool trailer, you're like, "Oh my god, I've never seen any comic book movie like that!" Right, and then when I saw New Mutants, I was like, oh, my God, I never saw any kind of, like, you know, X-Men type or, you know, upper tier type uh, comic book movie do this type of movie. Um, So I was really shocked. The trailer looked really good. The trailer got me hooked to want to go see that movie. Yeah, me too, because I I don't know. I don't think there's really any X-Men fatigue, but it's like they really need to start doing something new. And that was new. That was so new and different. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, I don't know. What do you think about uh, the 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 joke factors? Do you think they were pretty strong this time around compared to? I think they were. I think um, I think they were. I, I hope in the next X Force movie, or if they do a Deadpool three movie, I hope he doesn't mention Green Lantern again. I think it's time to let that go. Um, and, 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 and Hugh Jackman. Yeah, yeah, it's not going to happen. So, um, 
so just let it go, you know. So I, I hope he moves on to new jokes. <laughs> I I was okay with him ending it by killing himself with with uh, with uh, Green Lantern, you know, killing Ryan Reynolds. I thought that was, that should have that should end the joke. There's nothing you could say or do that could top the fact that you killed yourself for writing that movie. You know what I mean? Like you can't do anything. Yeah. More. So let that one go. Let the Hugh Jackman thing go. Um, but other than that, even the jokes that were about those two. They're funny as hell. Those were the biggest two laughs I got, for me anyway, when I saw... I mean, I laughed a lot throughout the entire movie, but the biggest laughs was killing Ryan Reynolds and the beginning of taking something like the, the gut-wrenching ending of Logan and making fun of the sh- like making fun of it like crazy so poorly. That's so goddamn funny. <laughs> like, they just yeah, shit they, over the ending of Logan. They totally did. And they... And they, uh, you know, I noticed that they really diminished uh, some of the roles uh, from, like, you know, Negasonic wasn't in as much. Like, I was I think, disappointed I think, in that the most. I think. I think so too. I think you know the 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 taxi cab guy had more stuff to do than she did, which was bothersome. And then he was still kind of funny too, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He got like uh, what roid rage, that or he, he like got a taste for like killing people. Well, he ended up killing the headmaster, which was fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, he drives it over. They're like, oh, okay. I love, like, I yeah. love, his, I love, uh, I love. Uh, what's his name? Is it Nahinder or what is it? Mohinder. Bupinder, but Mohinder. I don't remember. Fuck. What is his name? Anyway, I love the scene where um, it's Peter coming in to try out, and. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you're in. They hire him, and he's like, yeah, they, come on! Like, it's Dopinder, Dopinder. Dopinder, um, yeah. Dopinder gets all pissed off. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> you're gonna oh, hire and then how about, how about the callback to to the first episode, uh, first movie when uh, Deadpool sneaks into Blind Owl's place? Oh, yeah. And, and he pulls open that thing, and it's specifically written the shit that he says in the first movie. And there actually is an envelope that says Cure for Blindness. <laughs> it's fucking awesome that's so funny <laughs> oh my god uh, Blind Al is awesome the, the, the seed I mean so last the first movie he had his hand taken off or he ripped his hand <laughs> apart and that yeah. was funny because he had baby hands coming out but it they topped it this time oh, uh, yeah when he had his legs blown off and like, Oh my God, they're like growing back and he had his little baby dick hanging out and they get, Oh my God, dude, it was so freaking funny. I was, that was one of those scenes that that was one of the scenes where it was really difficult to like hear some of the dialogue because everybody was laughing so hard, including me. Yeah. Yeah. I have to see that again. When he, when he did the, uh, when did the, the Sharon stone, um, yeah. The leg cross thing. Moved and you saw his little baby dick. It was fucking hilarious. <laughs> the theater was laughing so hard. I equated to like going to see the Simpsons movie and you saw Bart Simpson's dick on, on the screen for the first, like for the first time or ever. Like you never thought you'd ever, like the first time you ever watched the Simpsons, you're like, I'm going to see that little kid's dick <laughs> in a movie one time. Yeah. Oh my God. He's just like, he's just, he makes a deal with cable and he's, and he gets up. He's like, he stands up and, and walks up to him. He's like, toe to toe to him. And he's just like, you see his little ass sticking out. He's like, he's all short. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> I just, they just thinking about it. It's so stupid. It looks so ludicrous. But it is the funniest shit. 
Um, <laughs> it just makes you want to go back and see it again because it's this movie is pretty damn funny. I mean, it's just as funny as the first, if not more. It might, it might be probably the best time you'll, in in the movies that we review anyway. This might be probably the best time I have in the theater. Oh, for sure. I mean, Infinity War, as cool as that was, this this the whole movie was just fun. I mean, there was a little seriousness in the beginning, but they they kind of, you know, they, they balance it really well. It's not a Thor Ragnarok situation, you know. It's like when Vanessa dies, you feel it hard. You know, you feel it really hard. And he, he does like a, you know, a Groundhog Day thing where he tries to kill himself in different ways. Uh, it's, I mean, it's crazy when he like, you know, blows himself up and you see pieces of him flying everywhere. And it like, what's his name's Colossus, like tosses them all in a bag and starts dragging him. And he's like talking, you know, in there. He's all mad and stuff. He's like, what are you doing? And he's just dragging him around and shit. It's so funny. But I mean, he can't be killed, you know, at least not in the did traditional you, way. Did you notice when he wakes up um, in the X-Mansion, that shirt he's wearing? Is um, is Chunk's shirt from the Goonies? No. So when I he didn't... when he talks to Cable at uh, at um, and then when he talks to Cable, is it? No, no, I'm sorry. Not when he wakes up in the X uh, X Mansion. It's when it's in uh, that baby dick scene. Oh, that's when, Chunk's when, shirt. Yeah, it's the same like a little like weird Hawaiian shirt. Oh my god, I'm gonna have to. Uh, there's so many damn references in this movie. Yeah, like a I'm lot. really. Really going to have to, like, maybe do one of those YouTube things where I watch and see where all the Easter eggs were. There's um, a huge shout-out to the creator of Deadpool in it. Huge. Oh, t- to... Um, um, Rod Lit, uh, Lit something? I forget Light, the name. Lightfield, Rob Lightfield. Lightfield right. he, the, the scene in the... Um, I think they're in the, the, the either the plane or a car, and he looks directly at the camera. And he's like, it's almost like the guy can't draw feet. And there was like this whole like backstory with with uh, with him with the creator never drawing feet like he always hit his the character's feet so that he couldn't draw feet and uh, it was just like a really cool callback that's, that only like comic hilarious. book fans would know about um, if you heard that like people laughed in the theater because it was a funny line but I'm I'm wondering if like any of the people that laughed really understood that that was actually uh, a good like uh, wink to the to the creator of Deadpool. That's so cool. Yeah, I, I remember that joke, too, and I, I laughed at that joke. I thought that was awesome. No, they did, they, he did some really cool things. I mean, you know, it, they broke the fourth wall a lot in the first movie. This one, he just kind of was just being a dingbat. I mean, just saying all this shit. But it was just funny. I mean, there are a lot of the jokes in this thing are, are downright funny. Um, who were the guys that directed this thing? They, they did John Wick, right? Or they did a lot of the fight choreography for John Wick? The director? Um, yeah, I think Even it's one the of the fight coordinators. I thought it was one of the fire, uh, one of the stunt coordinators um, uh, yeah. for John Wick that directed it. Yeah, they did it, did a great job. I mean, it's a bummer that Tim Miller didn't come back, but I guess there was some like you know some problems, some fighting, or trying to figure out what what to do. And uh, but I don't know what, whatever happened. It happened for a reason because well, the think, action in this, the the fighting alone. In this is really good. It is some of, some of the best fight scenes in this movie are not CG'd. Um, yes, and it, it, it makes total sense because the guy was a stunt coordinator too. Um, but yeah, he he did he did like I think he was uncredited or whatever for doing stunts or directing stunts. In the first John Wick, and then he also directed Atomic Blonde. Yeah, and did he didn't they do the fight coordinating in Civil War or something like that? I can't remember. 
I don't know. Sure. These guys, these guys are they're they're phenomenal, and um, they work with Heidi a lot, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, um, Honey Moneymaker, we've talked to before, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm really looking forward to an X Force movie. I really want to see some like just downright fighting between bad guys and these guys. Like I want to see now, I want to see them as a team fighting against somebody. I mean, they fought against a little kid and juggernaut, but like, I want to see something bigger next time. So, um, but I like the new addition of Domino and cable. They were fantastic. Um, there's really not much more to say about this. I mean, it's, it's kind of like one of our shorter reviews because it's a movie we just really dug and, and there's so many fun and cool things about it. Very little, just little nitpicking things that I didn't like. But for the most part, it's it's a fun movie. It's one of the best times I've had in the theater all year. Um, probably will have all year until you know. Next week we have uh, you know Han Solo, which is a movie I really never wanted and have no idea what's going to happen with that. But the ratings are already out on that, and it's way low. So which you know I kind of half expected. So. Uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens next week. But Deadpool 2, definitely great. And uh, I don't know. I, I didn't go do the whole double feature thing because I've seen Deadpool so many times. I didn't need to do that. I didn't want to taint the second movie. Right. So um, it was nice going in that just, you know, fresh. And, and I had a great time. So uh, anything else to add? No, let's uh, let's do the diversity rating. What do you got for that? Uh, diversity, I'd say Jan Brady. I mean, um I I think it was a little more diverse the first time around. I mean, more than the first time around, but you know, some of these characters don't get a lot lot to do. I think Domino had more to do, I think in the diversity level than than the rest of the characters, but you know, people like Terry Crews or a couple of the characters just got killed like right away and it just didn't really leave much of an impact. Um so yeah, I I would say pretty soft Jan Brady for me. Um, I'd go, I'd go true Jan Brady. I mean, uh, even the side characters like, uh, uh, Yukio, uh, but also, um, you know, Dopinder had a pretty big role. You said Domino, um, but also the, the main bad guy, um, or the, the kid, I should say, not, not, uh, what's his name? Jesus. What was his name? Uh, the well, little kid. Fire Fist. Fire Fist. Yeah. Um, Russell was his name. Russell. Um, you know, he, you know, but so I, I would say Jan Brady. Okay. For me. Yeah. The women did kick ass in this movie. I want to see more of that. Um, they didn't get a whole lot to do, but Domino got more obviously to do, but yeah. So Jan Brady, uh, as far as, uh, uh, chainsaws for me, I'd probably give it a four. Um, I think the only thing that could have raised it more would have been, you know, for me anyway, you know, uh, an ultimate bad guy, someone to fight. Uh, um, there was a time where the, there was just, it was Ryan Reynolds talking way too much and I was getting kind of annoyed. But so I, I would just say a four. I mean, it's definitely, I think, um, in the, a step in the right direction from number one. They didn't try to like replicate a ton of stuff. They, you know, had new people, new jokes and new things to do. But the next movie, they definitely need to step it up. So anyway, four uh, chainsaws for me. I'll go for lightsabers. Um, I, although I, I had a great time, I thought it was just as good as the first one. I'm glad it wasn't filled with, you know. You know, what's crazy is they they had a lot of CG in that the ending of the first movie with, 
you know, that aircraft carrier, the scene was gigantic. Oh, yeah, I'm so glad they got rid of that. Right, they but what's funny is they that. probably but they probably spent more money on the Colossus and Juggernaut fight. Yeah, probably. <laughs> than so, that aircraft but, carrier. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> four lightsabers for me. Um, and I'm looking forward to the next time Deadpool's in a movie. Awesome. All right, well, there you have it. Uh, before we go, again, I just want to remind you guys, uh, San Francisco Comic-Con, it's going to be a great time. Uh, it is in Oakland. We'll give you more information, but it's from June 8th to June 10th. It's going to be a good time. There's some really sick guests there uh, this year. I think Matt Smith from Doctor Who. And then uh, just go to their website or download the app. You can see all the celebrities they have there and a lot of good artists, too. Uh, so we're really looking forward to that. But we have a live podcast on June 9th from 8.30 to 9.30 in Room 201. And again, on all our social media, we'll be uh, advertising that very, very soon so that you can come see us. Uh, but anyway, uh, that was uh, Deadpool 2 review, uh, episode 136 of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Dick. Until next time, folks, chew on that. Later. <laughs>